0: earners what's up look i want to give you all a little peek behind the curtain of producing earn your leisure it's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting it involves meticulous planning recording editing and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you and if you picked up any of our merch then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping running a podcast is like running a small business and speaking of business i know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce you understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's shipstation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. Earners, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Don't hesitate. I used it. You should go over there and start using it now.
1: Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey. Billy Goat. Man. The <sighs> Billy Goat when it comes it to so many different things, man, you know, has done so much as far as culture, sports, business. Um, you know, just an iconic person all the way around. So mm-hmm. he uh, purchased the Charlotte Bobcats. Yes. Um, at the time, they were to- called the Charlotte Bobcats. 2010. In 2010. Yep. Um, and they were called the Charlotte Bobcats because Rob johnson um bob johnson the owner former owner of bt yep. um who shot the tyler perry he just purchased bt that's amazing. Um, he he named the team and then they renamed it to the charlotte hornets well they named it because he after him and that's right? what i'm saying his yeah. name his name is bob yeah bob so johnson. He named the, the bobcats yeah. and then you know <laughs> they bought it they, they changed it to the uh charlotte, the charlotte hornets,
0: charlotte hornets. Yeah,
1: yeah. um and which
0: was an existing franchise in new orleans but originally yeah. started in charlotte yep
1: and uh it hasn't really worked out they haven't really been too good um at all. They had a few good years with Kimba was there.
0: Kimba uh, the early years with Gerald Wallace, Steven Jackson, they made the playoffs, yeah. but it's it's been downhill. It's a great investment for him though. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah.
1: But so he bought the team for 180 and sold it sold for three billion. Yeah. 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 Um now he doesn't get all three billion because he wasn't the only owner in right. it. Um, but he was majority owner. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gonna walk away with a nice paycheck.
0: Yeah, so uh, just just really quick so people understand that he bought sixty-five percent. Uh, majority stake from Bob Johnson in two thousand ten, right? So that was the hundred and eighty million dollar investment. Now the reports are saying that it sold for three billion. Yeah. So right, he doesn't get three billion, right? He owned sixty five percent of that. But then in two thousand nineteen he also sold shares of it. Yeah. Uh, so let's say it got diluted down to sixty percent. Even with this sale, he's still gonna be a minority owner. owner it's yeah. just not a, yeah, he a minority just gave owner. up his majority stake. So let's say he sold 50% of it. Let's say he kept a 10% stake 10 percent uh so that means he has a he let go of 40 percent of his ownership 40 percent of 3 billion is still 1.2 that's a hell of a win that's
2: that's 1.14 like you were talking about like not in a major city and to get this kind of return in a few years i mean yeah. we talked about it a couple of weeks ago but gabe uh kudos to him uh Plotkin, he's a huge venture capital guy um, but also, like, Jay Cole ends up being a minority that's, owner. That's,
0: that's a dope part of and, it, too. And I was like, this is amazing. That's a dope part of it. A North Carolina guy. But that's $180 million investment in 2010. is now worth $1.2 billion in yeah. 2023. The power of long-term holding.
2: <laughs> that's God. the only thing I thought. is like The longer you hold any asset class, the higher the yield is going to be, especially when you factor in inflation. Like, imagine if you would have own part of the Lakers with the exit would have been.
1: But then also, we live in a world where everything goes up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have one bedroom apartment in Manhattan selling for $1.3 million. Like, You know what I mean? So it's like, buy real estate, is going to go up. Buy good stocks, is going to go up. Yep. Buy a sports franchise, it's yep. going to up. go up. Buy something that has value, and is going to go up. And, um, you know, some things go up higher than others. Um, but that's just... You know, in the simplest sixth grade explanation, Absolutely. buy good investments over the course of time, hold them, and you will be able to sell at a profit.
0: Yeah. yeah. And there's a difference between the investment and the performance of the team, right? Because people look like they've never been good. will yeah. people going to the games? But Were, were well, people watching the NBA? Yeah, Were the TV rights deals going up yeah, during that TV time? Rights, right? So when, stage, when yeah. they talk about profit sharing, that goes to all the teams, right? Yeah. And we're talking about licensing deals. Anytime you know Jordan's involved with something, I mean, you, alone his name alone is strong. But it brings value. This is this is one of those those times. It was like, wow.
1: But then also, this goes back to the real estate situation where your your neighborhood is more important than the actual house a lot of times mm. because like you can have the best house, but if it's in a bad neighborhood, yeah, the appreciation is not going to be that much. You can have a a decent home and never really do anything to it, but if it's in a great neighborhood, then that house is just valuable just because like the worst home in Beverly Hills costs more more than the best home in a middle-class neighborhood, yeah. even if it's not even a good home because yeah. where it's at, mm-hmm. somebody will just tear it, tear it down just for the land. That's true. So it's like the same thing with the NBA. Like it doesn't matter. NBA, NFL, whatever. Tired of um, yeah. Just because you're in a league that has such value and mm-hmm. is going up over the course of time. You can have the worst team. Yeah. Your team is still valuable. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's why the Knicks are the number two most valuable team. They haven't Which won is Insane to me. because where are they located? Where do they play? Yeah. They play in the middle of Manhattan. They play in New York City. I mean, it's primarily and you know Madison Square Garden. He he if owns no Madison sells, Square Garden.
2: What, what would he get for it?
0: I, I mean, if if Charlotte sold for three billion, and I think they the number one evaluated team right now is Golden State, and that's because of the recent history of, yeah. of winning. Is at, like I think seven billion or six maybe six billion. I mean, Five if they ever half. for for New York for the Knicks, is I'm thinking we're going double digits. I think we're going double. It's got to be over ten. Today, yeah, over ten wow. for sale. Okay, the Suns sold last season for four billion. That's a good point. So, um, right, Lakers. You put, you put a couple franchises in there. Lakers okay. would be up there. Knicks, Celtics, maybe. Uh, definitely the Lakers and the Knicks I think double digit billion valuation
2: and the reason why we're talking about this it's really important to know the evaluation of everything like first time I went to F1 now, now I've been watching the races yeah. Oof. there's some money in those well, I'm like wait the car costs how much yeah. to, and the pit crew s- certain amount of millions like I, I was playing uh, Hitman with Xander like last year that was the first time I ever knew about F1 yeah. so to then go and see the business behind it like once you understand the valuations of these teams now, they're looking to hold for the same yeah, ten thirty it, year cycle. It's well.
0: the reason why you, you you see people fighting to get an NBA team in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's the reason why you see somebody trying to bring a franchise back to Seattle. Yes, like Stan Hankey, who just won a championship with the Nuggets. Mm. That's great, but that's his NBA team. You know who his NFL team is? The LA Rams, right? Yeah, he won a Super Bowl with them. Yeah, yeah. a couple of years ago, hell of a He ride. just won an NBA championship, right in uh, Denver, and now he's looking at like what other sports league he owns the Colorado. Uh, avalanche okay they've won a stanley cup over the past 10 years and so he's he's taking he's just not looking at it like wait i'm i have a franchise in denver let me say in denver he's looking at it like where's the best place for me to own a franchise so now his next thing they're saying is like he's looking to bring football back to san diego or bring an nba team to san diego incredible a great sports town that lost the chargers yeah right they they haven't had uh, a professional basketball team maybe ever And so they're looking at these cities. Seattle's another city that has had basketball history. How do we get it back? And so now having franchises in different cities and different sports, this is bigger than just like, hey, I'm a fan of the team. No, this is a business transaction. There's a
2: huge business behind that. And these same people that are investing and owning these teams, homework assignment number two, go do some research on them to see what their investment philosophy is. Because if he was able to win titles in multiple sports, there's a philosophy that he has on ownership and turning the team around. Please go study that to help you in your investment journey, so you can uh, print more gains in the
1: market. But James Dolan, he's probably one of the, the the best in business that we've ever seen because the Knicks, the Rangers, but Madison Square Garden. Yeah, so, absolutely. He
0: owns Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you can he say what you him. want about him, but
2: my commentary is only the Knicks. Not no, 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 I'm just saying. A yeah, lot yeah. of
1: people, you know, they a lot of people don't like James yeah, Dolan. It's true. But I'm just saying, Madison Square Garden. Can you even put a price tag on that? The world's most yeah, famous it's arena. Attorney, right. Huh? Yep. yep. Yeah, yes, traded. Traded. That's what I'm yeah. Yes, it is. But I'm just saying, like, if yeah. you just had, like, you know, it's like Madison Square Garden, such an iconic a venue. Huge. Like, yeah. it's... he's making money
0: when the Knicks don't play, and he's making money when the Rangers don't play. Yeah. Because when they're not playing, there's a concert in
1: there. I couldn't get into
2: that hairstyles concert to save my <laughs> he, life. He's the
1: he's, a ce- he's a CEO of of MSG. Yeah. He's the owner of the Knicks. The owner of the Rangers. Rangers yeah. Um. So he. Yeah. I mean. He could do nothing else for the rest of his life, and just yeah. and just be super good just off of that yeah. alone. That, that yeah. one building, just that one building,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, he got everything. Even inside of that building, that structure, you got yeah. Penn Station. That's so true. That that translates into another mm-hmm. vertical, right? It's it's a like you said, it's publicly traded. I don't even think people really know that, but yeah, yeah it's publicly traded. So he's gonna make money regardless, which is kind of why people detest him because it's like he doesn't. If they win or not. It doesn't don't really matter. matter. <laughs> yeah, it like, really doesn't matter. For Dix fans, I know it sucks. And shout out to all the Dix fans, but yeah. he's gonna make money regardless.
1: My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. Drop. <laughs> mic drop. Backdrop. drop. This is the story of the one.